Okay, good. Well, I just, I, you know, I never want to, I just never want to offend anyone. And I know some people don't necessarily like weed. Oh, no, no, no. I don't particularly Where? care for it, but I don't stop people from doing she their... doesn't. She doesn't participate. She doesn't right. not. But I'm not going to tell you not to smoke. I mean, I'll just pound it away if it's in my face. What I'll say. Yeah, that was the one thing about like having guests uh, on the Tony Soto show uh, because there have you know in LA you deal with sober folks and um, the sober folks in LA are so on extra because they'll like be, no, they can't that. they can't even smell a whiff of weed smoke but they're alcoholics. I'm like I don't understand. <laughs> What's your problem? Is it booze or is it weed? <laughs> I'm sure it's a collection of things. You know, I'm a recreational drug know. user. So anyone who has an issue with drugs more, it's like, well, hmm. <laughs> I think it's part of the lifestyle also. <clears throat> Ooh, okay, I, I have my, my stories that I mostly keep to myself or mostly because they reside in the, the heads of my friends or the friends <laughs> I had at the time. Cause bitch, I don't remember anything. Me either. I don't have, I mean, I was a project of the 90s, so I don't remember shit. <laughs> yeah. That means you lived well. Yeah, I grew up, uh, you know, like, I think I started doing drugs in 96, so I was ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you're ready, girl. Oh, okay, let's, let's, um, let's do this, this, like, little cold open shit. Or, well, that was a cold open. Are we recording? Oh, God. You hate that so much. <laughs> Are you shady? What? Are you shady? What? The, the shade parade. This is the shade parade where we have all of the opinions and none of the facts. Every night at midnight, I'm surprised that it's 6 p.m. I am at I Hate Vicky Villaness. And she is the Donald Trump of this podcast, and it's not just because her foundation doesn't match. <gasps> Welcome, my co-host, Ari Kiki. <laughs> wow. Wow, that was not ready for that. You're so hateful. And on the nose. <laughs> and we have a guest with us this week. She is Silver Lake iconic drag queen that you've never heard of. <laughs> Host of the Gay Power Half Hour, Learn the Words Bitch, and of course, the Tony Soto Show. Please welcome our guest, Tony Soto. Hello, everybody. I am a Silver Lake icon, Tony Soto. You're very welcome. Hold for applause. Hold for applause. Hold for applause. Oh, my God. You guys have applause? This is how you know you're on a real podcast. You know, the Tony Soto Show, the Tony Soto Show has been around for six fucking years. And I'll tell you, we don't have sound effects. All right. That is just too much tech for me. But, ooh, I have applause. I'm so excited. I haven't heard it in forever. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Hi. Hey. Hello. I'm so excited to have you on the show, honestly. I have listened to your podcast for, I don't know, probably forever. <laughs> I got um, introduced to it uh, through our friends, our good girlfriends, the Grizzly Kiki girls. I Daniel love Robert. those bitches. Love them, Daniel and Robert. Yes, I was just texting them actually. So I love those ladies. Likewise. So Tony, we I just listened to your most recent episode, so I know everything that's going on. Bitch, I feel like I know. I feel like I know you just because I've been listening to the podcast for so long. Um, but can you give our audience a little bit of background on who you are? 
You know, well, uh, I am Tony Soto, and I'm current. I live out in Los Angeles now, but I'm originally from Illinois, uh, where I started, uh, and I live in Chicago, and that's where I started the Tony Soto show so long ago with my two uh, best Judies, uh, Lucy Wack, aka Dusty Balls, which is a fabulous drag king in Chicago, and of course Shea Coulee, who uh, is now our reigning uh, uh, all star on RuPaul's Drag Race. So. Um, and I've always just been a bitch with opinions. And so, you know, there was this one time I was working at a bar and someone, the, my boss told me that he was just like, you know what? Uh, it, this isn't the Tony Soto show. And I was just like, oh, okay. Well, I could do that. And then. <laughs> and here we are. And, you know, it's funny because I, and and I love, and thank you for saying that you feel like you, you know me already because when I initially started the idea of the Tony Soto show, I was going to just do it alone. I was going to like just sit and talk and see what happened. And, you know, as good Judy's go, Lucy and Shay came over just to watch me fail. They were coming up. They were, they were like, they're like, oh, yeah, bitch, we'll check you out. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcast. That's like a great idea. And it was like three minutes before I started recording. I was like, nope, nope, nope. You guys are on the show, too. You guys are on the show, too. And what I really wanted the Tony Soto show to be was like a friendly kiki. I wanted people who were listening in to feel like uh, we were their friends uh, and, and like we were their friends uh, that they didn't agree with or that they did agree with. You know, it really didn't matter just as long as they were, they're listening, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like this, this little podcast here kind of takes a little inspiration from you. So. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, and, and this is, and honestly, the thing is podcasts are fucking work, you know? Oh, yeah. So, so it's, it, it's, it's, and you guys are good and not everyone who starts podcasts are good. And that is just the tea. You know what I mean? True. We, we started, so we're going on like a hundred and almost 40 something official episodes, Yeah, but we were recording for like a year beforehand off and on. We would record like whenever we re we remember to turn on the microphone around the house. Yeah. <laughs> the whole point behind our podcast was similar to yours. We wanted you to just listen to a conversation between. Um, well, we we figured we're some funny bitches, and, yeah. and people would enjoy listening to us. And you want to listen to a conversation between some funny bitches, like like. <laughs> And once again, listen, that doesn't always work because there are a lot of people who are like, oh, I'm a funny bitch. I'm going to start a podcast. And you're like, no, oh, but you're not. You're really not. I mean, it yeah. takes it takes it takes a certain kind of personality to be able to carry on a conversation between you and your co-hosts, like especially with mine. My co-hosts aren't in my room anymore. You mm -hmm. know, my everything is done via Zoom. So mm -hmm. I don't you know. So um, and before when I moved to Los Angeles, um, you know, Shay and Lucy were still in Chicago. So we'd always kind of been like this separate uh a show. And and, and if yeah. you can if you can bring in a, a kind of a unity with that and, and people don't know the difference, then you know. Yeah. Well cool. Ari hates recording remotely. I hate it with a passion. Wait, I'm sorry, what was that? Ari hates recording remotely. Why? Now now what is it why why do you what what is it about the in-person vibe that you need? <laughs> I like being able to push her when she when she says things about me that I don't appreciate. Okay. Like okay. If, last week's episode I was very drunk. <laughs> and at one point she she like I normally don't I'm not that drunk that early in the episode. It happens later on. Uh -huh. I've gone drinking prior to. 
And so at one point, I was talking about how I'm older than her. And she's like, yes, you're much older than her. You can count the wrinkles on her face, something like that. And she had just topped off her drink. And I'm like, let go of the drink. Let it go so I can shake you properly. Like, <laughs> But isn't it the truth? that Listen, I'm 40 years old, and you wouldn't have been able to tell that eight months ago because she was juiced up and full of Botox. But now... I remember, now, videos. I remember seeing videos on your... Uh, and now you can see uh, exactly what time does do to a drag queen. <laughs> thank God for the Zoom filter, you know? Like, thank God for Zoom being like, we know you need a little filter. Here's a little filter. Here's a little help. But, you know, I, I, you know, so I'm a weed smoker and I incorporate weed into all of my podcasts, including the Gay Power Half Hour. And this is saving me a fortune on weed. Because wow. typically, you. you know, you bring guests on and you want to be as courteous wow. as possible. So you're just rolling up joints for everybody. But now it's just me, little old me. And I feel so good about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, and I'm just like, how have my how have my, my weed runs been like lasting me for so long? And <clears throat> it's because I'm not sharing it. I'm, yeah. It's just me and my boyfriend just, just hotboxing Smoke. in the apartment. Basically. But wait, you all, you all don't have legal weed. Uh, right? Y'all still buying your y'all still buying your weed the old school way, huh? That's that's a her question. <laughs> you know, well, listen, listen. Count your blessings because there are some drawbacks to legal marijuana, like taxing and stuff. Because here's the thing: they have legal marijuana out here in uh, Los Angeles, but I buy from drug dealers. Okay, because listen, I've been smoking weed since I was 13 years old, and I will not pay tax. Okay. <laughs> She's still trying to help small business. That's what she's doing. Yeah. Uh, uh, I got ripped off by too many shady Mexicans for me to be like, oh, suddenly. <laughs> you know, and I say that as a Mexican. All right. I'm saying that because I, I am Mexican. I'm not trying. I'm not being racist or nothing. I'm just saying I have been. I have been ripped off. You know, and it's like, and it's like if you're getting ripped off. Uh, with oregano on the street corner of the t- of the uh, next to the junior high you went to school at, bitch, you need to get your priorities straight. We we yes. brought it up in the podcast before. We had an acquaintance, well, a friend at the time. Um, she was a heavy smoker, and she wasn't the brightest uh, crayon in the box. She still isn't. Um, yeah, I don't know how you're seeing in past tense. Like, things have changed. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> we don't hang out with her like we used to. But one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want whatever you have. I want whatever piece of equipment that is. It doesn't look that hard. You all are making it work, so I could probably do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll he'll get he'll get you the skinny. What did you what what, what was this? She bought how much? She bought she bought. I'm gonna say. It I don't was know why you sound so far away this time. I, I don't know. Oh, my mic yeah, keeps moving. Okay. Sorry. She spent. I'm gonna was say two hundred. It was about two. It was maybe two hundred, probably three hundred dollars. Didn't you tell the story one time? We've I talked did. about but it. For, but for what? On what? How much did they get? Oh wait, hold oh, on. Oh, but wait. wait? Oh, don't, but wait. don't give it away. <laughs> so she goes out. She, I don't know if she knew the guy who she was buying from. Obviously, she not. said it was like a friend of the dealer or something. Like it was someone else. It wasn't the I main person. I think it was a guy she met on Grinder. I'm positive. I'm gonna that. be honest. I think okay. She met on grinder and she got like he told her he, he sold weed and she said oh well i'm gonna he offered her a deal That's yeah what it was. he offered her like a crazy deal like i'm gonna give okay. you like, like I, I, don't, I don't know it was a lot 
it was a ridiculous amount of weed, and he said, I'm going to give it to you for $200. So she reached out to you. Yeah, and I was like, oh, oh, <coughs> bargain weed? Well, <laughs> I don't mind. Let me just rifle around in the bottom of this purse and see what I can come up with. I didn't. I did not give her money up front. I said, "Girl, you get the product. I'll Venmo you, or I'll give you cash when I see you in person." So she goes out to the car. I guess she's enamored with the boy. Whatever. She, it's nighttime, also. It's. But she is enamored with the boy. Yes, that is part of the key. She. He hands her. She hands him the money. He hands her this black plastic bag that's covered in another black plastic bag. Mm-hmm. So, she simply grabs the the bag and like smells it and she's like oh this is cool thanks <laughs> bye i'll suck you later and then like like goes back upstairs and then she gets back upstairs and is like breaking up the grinder pulling up the bong bringing out the rolling papers she's ready to go only to open the bag and see literal fucking playground mulch Actual, like actual, like fucking wood chips that you used to kick in that little girl's hair in in like the fourth grade. And I would like to uh, distinguish the differences between my story and this one, and how this one is way sadder. (laughs) This person got ripped off buying weed when Grinder existed. I was 12. You know what I mean? I was 12. So there's a big difference. You never trust anyone whose dick you want to suck when it comes to drugs. I'm sorry. (laughs) Because especially if you're going to bring a girlfriend in on the deal. uh -uh. Uh-uh. Wait, wait, wait. Is that what happened when you you got brought back in? Well, so I just felt like she did this on her own. And I, I went in it with the promise of getting weed. Right? So, oh, um, she wanted her money, and you were like, no. (laughs) I didn't pay for, I didn't pay for playground malt, bitch. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't pay for this. I do not have a slide. I don't have a jungle gym. I don't have, there's nowhere I can use this, and I'm damn sure not about to smoke it. And most importantly, she doesn't have the time. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, at this point, uh, I'm an OG. I'm not trying to get, I, I'm trying to get as much weed as I can. You know, I've managed it to now where I can get an ounce for $100. And, and, and that, that'll, that'll keep me for like a week and a half. So, yeah, yeah. That's beautiful, beautiful. Oh, yeah. There. I'm blessed, but also, you know, pandemic has made me poor. So weed is definitely you're 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 more aware that weed is not as much as they want you to know or think that weed is essential because they don't close down dispensaries. <laughs> when you're looking at your empty wallet, you're like, okay, I don't necessarily need to be high. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not like it's not like when I was in fashion school and I like could choose between like breakfast and like like fashion magazines like, <laughs> like we're just beyond that at this point like it's food or weed so bitch go get food like go mm-hmm. buy because <laughs> well, the weed is only gonna make you hungrier boom 
boom. And if you have nothing to eat after you finish smoking it, then you are fucked and angry. And just angry. oh, see, but here's the. I'm also I'm also old school enough that uh, that I easily can just drink two full glasses of water and feel full because you know she's from the '90s. She did a lot of things to stay skinny. So back in, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> no, girl, and consider yourself lucky because I'll tell you, it it takes too much work trying to be skinny. I'll tell you, and and now that. I and now, on a, I've been trying to get her on a cocaine diet for a moment, but. <laughs> <laughs> so Ari, are you just a drinker? Like you do, you don't do any kind of drug. And listen, I can, I, I don't condone cocaine usage. Not, not at this time of day, but like, but like. I've, I've tried Coke and I'm, and I never really feel anything. And everyone's like, you have to sniff more. And I'm like, that doesn't sound like the road I want to go down. No, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Literally, like it's, it's like give me another twenty. I've, I've, I've never paid for it. I've never paid for it. But everyone's like, I'll take a sniff, and I'm like, Oh, she's so cute. I'll take a sniff. Oh, listen <laughs> to her. I'll oh. take the key into the bag. I'll take a sniff. Oh. <laughs> I love, I love I innocence. Fried chicken. I don't appreciate this. Oh no. <laughs> Or like when someone says, I'll take some weed. I'm like, oh, you'll take oh. it out of my fucking sight is what you'll do, you nerd. Like I've, I've taken hits on blunts and like I've had good reactions, but I've mostly had bad reactions. Okay. Um, was that you? Me? I don't know. I just had a ding bell. Like, I don't know what happened. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So we'd have had, she's seen me have real bad reactions. Every time I've had really bad reactions, it's been at her house. Um, oh, I I am happy that I am the Virgil on your your like journey into this like descent into drug use. Virgil, yes. What's that one? I, I so that was yeah, one time yeah, where like yeah, the right, whole yeah. room was spinning in my head, and I had to lay down on the floor and pass out. Are you mixing? It sounds like you're mixing. It sounds like you're drinking and smoking pot. Maybe. I know it sounds. I mean. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, no. you should only do one. But. Honestly, I'm going to be real right now. You shouldn't mix any kind of drugs for any reason, except for maybe MDMA and acid. Okay, like I like these these gays that I, I've been hearing about these gays doing the meth and the heroin at the same time. How confused do you need to be for an evening? What like honestly, who are you trying to stay up all night? Like, what are we doing here? I am confused. Honest question: Heroin is the one you shoot, and meth is the one you light up. You're so cute. You could shoot either. You're so cute. You can use. You can even sniff either. You can sniff them, or you can shoot them. You can make it. Actually, I feel like we're really helping you out today, Ari. I'm glad to be here. Yes, and it's like Sesame Street for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm assuming it's just because they're like, well, we only have the one needle, so we should just use the two different drugs. I don't really know how it works. Here's the thing: I, I'm from a, I'm from a, a, a state of mind where drugs were fun for me. You know, I never really used drugs as a way to like cope for my depression or whatever. I always used food for that. You know what I mean? Like, like sugar was my fucking like heroin. You know, drugs for me are like. Girl, let's get fucked up and hug a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm so lonely right now. I'm so lonely. I'm isolating alone. I've been alone for so many months. You know how it is. Now, I don't know. You know how it is that like the, the last dick that I got before isolation was mediocre dick. So I'm. Oh, oh no. I'm sorry, sister. 
Yeah, it's been a rough time for me. The, the, the cross I carry is heavy, and I've got no one to help me with the load or loads. Go ahead, go ahead, make the joke. Yeah, make okay. Joke. I was, I was gonna, I was gonna I'm throw this one in front of the bus, but I'm afraid for the bus. <laughs> <laughs> but this one has been, um, I guess, celibate she, for ten years. She's been quarantining her genitals for the better part of a decade. So, I mean, oh, I don't. Okay, I don't, I'm listening. Oral or rimming. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 back up, back up, back up. So wait, so so you're 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 celibate, sans sans eating butthole and and sucking dick and sucking dick. Mostly, mostly. Are you Catholic? That sounds like the Catholic diet. I'm so confused. Like bad choices. Just like are are you are you are you saving it for marriage? Like I don't understand what you're saving your. Traded before. It's just like I had a bad relationship. Saving it for the rapture at this point. Now, are you? Are you? uh, I'm so. I'm so into this. Are you? And I'm not going to take over his interview. I promise. But I want to know: Are you? Do you identify more as uh, as an active or passive person, or are you? I'm mostly bottom. Uh, okay. I do enjoy eating ass, but I don't. Pers- I don't particularly care about having my ass eaten. Okay. You uh, people toss my salad, and, and I'm like, oh, that's yeah. interesting. I mean, oh. association does count as manslaughter. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I am on it tonight. I haven't. Been she is. I don't know what kind of booze you're all on, but. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't understand. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I guess I guess I just I mean I, I mean if if the celibacy is something that you want then work bitch get I'm it too but. picky according to everyone in my circles too picky listen this is what I don't understand this is this too picky thing is this too picky thing is such this too picky thing is such a cop out for 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 uh for. I, I think that maybe you don't want to be the you don't want to be the one to make the first move. You want the move to be made on you. That's what I kind of feel like. What it means, I'm too picky because you're waiting. No, I, I, I think I'm she very just aggressive when I'm drunk and when I'm like that's how well, I. Guess no I'm one drunk. wants an aggressive, horny drunk. All right, no one wants that. Not especially a celibate one for ten years. I would imagine there's a certain kind of heat behind that. Yeah. <laughs> Show me your dick. Like it just gets a like is it a stick up? Like <laughs> what? <laughs> Put the dick in the bag. <laughs> but wait, aren't your bars back open? Like, so aren't you guys like back out at the bars? No, they're all we're all closed off and mm. she can't even speak because she hasn't even been in the bar. I haven't been in any of the she, bars. She's scary. Good. I'm not going in them either, bitch. She's being socially uh, what's the word? You're responsible. That one. No, like, you know, we have we have so I I the furthest I've gone so far um is there's a there's a diner that I love in my neighborhood that I would be so sad if I did not support it if it went under. So since they put out outdoor dining, I'll go. I, I've been there twice and have had lunch. But uh-uh, first, broke. I'm broke. I don't have any money. So it's like you can't be going out anyway. And also, it's like, you know, I have a different relationship with the bars because I quit drinking kind of before uh covid happened um but prior to that i never paid for a drink at any of the bars that i drank at so i mean because I, I drank at the bars that i was a queen at you know so Same. so so so, so, 
So, yeah. so the thing is, is like I've always supported the bars with my presence, <laughs> but I've never been a great financial backer. So, <laughs> and I got a bill one night after like drinking, and I was like, I, "This is how much I drink. This, it, it, this expensive." Oh, bitch, no, we're doing drag every night from here until we can't anymore. You know, and I, and this is the thing, too. I feel bad for the queens who ha- who just get drink tickets. I was like, you only oh. get two of those? I was like, you only get two for two of those? <laughs> That's what your performance was worth? I'm like, I'm putting away, I'm I'm like telling them no to pint glasses of vodka and water. I'm like, guys, I'm so drunk, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, so I feel like my relationship to the, like, I don't, I, I feel like, I'm not going to go back into one until I'm back on stage at one. Because to me, the numbers for COVID are not lying. Like we have a problem. And New York, y'all had it real bad. So the fact that you think you can just be getting right back into bars, to me, blows my mind. So, but I also understand the grind and needing to work, but. I'm not, I don't think I would be on a stage again at a bar until a vaccine. I don't think I'm so, going. So technically in New York, bars aren't supposed to have drag performers performing. Um, and that's what I've seen for the most part up until like a, about a week or two where now there's, there's been, they've had drag queens hosting as of like walking around, sitting people yeah, like that. But as of this week or the week before, certain bars have started doing shows unofficially from what I've gathered, from what the social media posts are. I've only been doing shows at restaurants, uh, and it's usually me as a guest. I'm not, I'm not hosting anything myself. Because uh, uh-huh. restaurants have a different, I don't know if they have a different ability to do things. I, don't, I guess because they actually have actual food. And yeah. It's not the fuckery of like chips or hot dogs. Uh, I'm, also, I'm also not a good enough drag queen to be incorporating masks and fucking visors into my fucking looks. All right. I'm just not. Very like, like, like my wigs are, uh, you, you know, God bless the uh, Jay Fink, go your girl home on Instagram, who makes my uh, my wigs, and uh, Laura, who styles them. But like after that, after that's done, I don't touch them except for to put them on. So to add another feature would be to blow up my whole wig. So I'm I'm not that good. Listen, I tell everyone it takes a village to make Tony Soto a drag queen because all I am is a funny man. That's it. Well, and a gorgeous woman when I do the makeup, but like, <laughs> but like dresses and hair and shit like that. Don't ask me. I don't know anything about it. Like I have Michael Brambilla for the dresses and I have Jay Fink for the wigs, you know, like I have a team. <laughs> like, every time she finishes a show, the whole like credits roll. <laughs> I always say, I say that I'm a job creator. I'm a job creator. So... <laughs> I'm helping the drag economy by my use, my uselessness as a queen. Um. So Tony, we have uh, the, we have this like stupid segment on the show where we ask queens to like give advice to younger queens and or performers, older, younger queens or performers and older queens or performers, and we call it tip your queen. You call it what? Tip your queen. Oh, God. (laughs) I love the coins. That's very cute. We also ask that you leave your cash app and or Venmo so that our listeners can leave you a tip. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love a good tip. Well, my Venmo is at the Tony Soto Show. Um, so you can just send it all there. Uh, I'm the Tony Soto Show on literally everything. So if you want to find me, I'm I'm that. Um, 
What's that? You've been good about like you. You snagged your name. Yeah, pretty quickly. I mean, social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, luckily, you know, there's not a lot. There is a few Tony Sotos out there that are a little more famous than me. Like, there's a Zuma tr- uh, instructor in uh, in Florida that I would love to kill. But whatever, you know, her Google rating is higher than mine. Fine. Um, at least I'm not on page two anymore. What is <laughs> so you want? To, so you want my advice? You want me to give advice to a performer? Or to, uh, to performers. Coming, uh, like an, a fresh new performer and an older, more established performer. Okay. If I can. Okay. So for a new performer, I would say don't get into the bullshit for fame because the chances of that are very unlikely. You're probably not as good as you think you are or as your straight girlfriends say you are. And that's fine. <laughs> And that's fine because the thing is, is we all, this is what, what, what frustrates me about the new age of drag is that, you know, we're, 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 the booger doesn't really exist so much anymore because they have so much time like getting their shit right in their homes. And then when they hit the streets at 21, you're like, oh my God, they're so pretty. You know, it's 21. Absolutely. We know that. Yeah. Yeah. You know that. So, um, so I, I would say uh to uh yeah so definitely definitely don't do it for the fame because like i i don't i i don't remember getting into drag for the money because there wasn't any money in 2000 there wasn't no money in 2002 you know what i mean no one was you you were doing 20 dollar gigs and you were getting fucking uh dollar tips you know no one broke out of five in 2002 are you fucking kidding me um and i guess my advice to seasoned performers would be, and this is also my advice to new performers as well, is nose hair clippers. Buy them, use oh them. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever said this on the podcast before. <laughs> I love it. I don't think anyone's ever said this on the podcast. I don't want to see your translucent powder in your nose hairs. You know what I mean? Like, I want you, and, 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 and I get hairy queens and whatnot with your beards. I know Ari's a bearded bitch now. I know. Yeah. I get it. She stopped. She's, she's like, I don't need cheeks anymore. It's COVID. And I'm fine with that. But, That's but anyway. if you have hair, <laughs> but if you have hair growing out of your nose and your ears, that's just something you should fucking get rid of to feel good about In yourself. General. Just In to feel general. good about yourself. As a human being. I mean, look, I do all my drag on Zoom now. Ain't no one seeing anything in my nose, but I still my nose hair clippers. I haven't shaved my legs since fucking March, but I still nose hair clipper. You know what I mean? Like, it's like. It is a discipline. It's a discipline. (laughs) You know, like, like I think about, you know, one of my best Judy's PJ queen, who I love to death. I'm like, girl, from for someone who takes so many pictures from nose up, you'd think, you know, <laughs> but I love Pinche. I say that with all the love in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that? I'm sorry. Was that good? Was that good advice? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Tony. <laughs> So, uh, well, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm just, I think I'm at a point now. I, I just, I'm so uninspired about drag right now. And I think it's personally, I am, really? you know, it, it's like, um, first of all, like 
the Tony Soto show, we reviewed uh, Drag Race for the longest time. And, I've, and since I've decided to stop doing that, because I, I really do feel like if I truly stand behind my trans sisters, uh, then I then then I can't publicly condone the show. You know what I mean? Like, let's not review it. I mean, will I still watch it? Yeah, because I'm a fucking fag. And I, and, but whatever. But, I'm, but I don't need to talk about it. Um, and so, like... Not being interested in Holland and anything like that bullshit. I was like, and then being isolated and then doing drag just in my house, like putting on makeup just to take it off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's been really uninspiring for me lately. So I've been yeah. kind of struggling with trying to tr- trying to remember why I love drag. And I've never really had to do that. So it's just kind of frustrating. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> we we both took a deep breath. We, like, because hey, we, no, no. we both have a, a diff, we have different opinions about this. Ari is more on your side with this, and I feel like. What do you mean? Well, that like virtual drag really isn't your vibe. I don't particularly care for virtual drag, you but I've really... also been doing Instagram Live every week, every week since the beginning. Of- you have, you have, um, and if it's been, I'm tr- I've been trying to like get out of my comfort zone with my makeup, and I still don't. I still do a lot of the same paint by numbers that I've done for years. Oh, bitch, me too. I, I ain't tried. I ain't tried to upgrade it much at all. She <laughs> <laughs> made the drug about because, like, I'm literally painting my <coughs> one shade of foundation because I have three <laughs> sticks that I usually use. But I'm like, no one's gonna see that well. So, like, let's just use one color, and then yeah, I don't have to do my neck anymore. So, like, I don't have to make it darker. That is so, not how that. Works. Girl, we have seen the corners you have started to cut. Girl, they are very <laughs> noticeable. <laughs> from here (laughs) i just you know i'm just that type of person who you know i've been doing front-facing cam stuff since i started my career ages ago you know what i mean i've always been doing this kind of stuff but but the, the the one thing that um i know now that i need and that i crave is that uh, that in-person audience interaction. Right. Like, yeah. I need that. I, I, I need to hear the applause. I need the compliments. I mean, because, you know, I do learn the words, bitch, on the first Monday of every month. It's a lip-syncing competition that anyone can do, um, and we do it on Zoom. I um, when I saw this show, I'm going to steal your show and bring it to New York. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it to different places. I'm like, fine. Bitch, that 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 show is that show is owned by me. Just so you know, like I I, <laughs> I registered I registered that show with the Writers Guild. <laughs> I registered I registered the idea with the Writers Guild. Like every and 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 it's just like. It was such a great idea, and I had so much fun watching it in the audience. And it's so simple and so dumb and so easy, you know, because everyone wants to lip sync. Everyone wants to be that, have that drag moment. Um, But so since pandemic, like the last like three months, I've been, after I end the show, I stay on the Zoom call for like another 40 minutes just Mm. so I can like, and I'll unmute certain people just so I can like try to feel that. Mm, that, yeah, that audience audience performer moment because I know that I'm funny, but I need to hear the laughter. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. the demons will tell me I'm not. Oh my god, bitch! You are speaking my language. <laughs> like, I mean, I- mental illness is a big thing that we're dealing with. With and 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 on also before this started happening, I've been weaning myself off of fucking Wellbutrin because I wanted to do ayahuasca. <laughs> The levels, the levels. I told you about my heavy cross. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> She's just not starting. <laughs> oh my God. Oh 
Um, do we want to? We want to take a break. We can. Um, we still haven't talked about our week. We can do that in post. Okay. Gotcha. I think that's a good idea. Yes, that's not a bad idea. Um, so we're gonna take a break, and Tony. <laughs> she was not trying to push that button. Mighty. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Tony, you're going to stick around for Flaming Topic with us? I'll stay as long as you want me. I feel like I'm already talking too much. <laughs> no, you're, you're amazing. We, we're, we're we love you. you. So, uh, when we come back, we're going to do Flaming Topics. Ding dong, the tangerine witch is dead. Biden and Harris won the election. What could be scarier than 2020? I don't know. Maybe Ryan Murphy's horror stories. <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday gets a weekend. Pharrell shares his secrets of immortal youth. Selena's papa gets a sued. And the free Britney Spears movement hits a hurdle. We will be right back. You are listening to The Shade Parade with the fabulous, stunning, entertaining, very intelligent... This is a very long list, ladies. This is a very long list. Uh... Uh, yes, well, I'm Tony Soto. I'm having a great-ass time on this great-ass podcast. Keep listening. We are back with Tony Soto. And Hi. we're going to do Flaming Topics. <laughs> Sorry, I was taking a big old hit of that marijuana at that moment. Sorry. <laughs> that cloud of smoke that just came out of our mouth. Great. <clears throat> So, uh, after Biden won the election, it was announced on Saturday, I think. Right. Last week, you and I talked about the election very briefly. Because we didn't know what the answers were at the time of recording. And we were not really interested in spectating or speculating. I I wasn't interested in spectating, sorry. You weren't interested in spectating. And in my mind, I wasn't stressing out because I'm like, we're not going to have results until December. That's literally how it went. <laughs> legit, legit. That was my saving grace. It was going to be a Christmas gift. I'm like, we're not going to know anything until December. And That's so funny. Like, I was stressing about it. And then come Saturday. I woke up Saturday morning and the way I found out It was like was Christmas morning. Hashtag holes for Biden. That's how I found out. On Twitter? Yes. <laughs> that is how I found out that the 46th president of the United States was going to be Biden- was uh, through a random asshole. Oh my god! So this segment is literally going to show why civics needs to be taught in schools, right? Is that what's going to happen right now? <laughs> why, why we should have a civics class for uh, all young people? Twitter, Twitter, and social media in general has totally done a different thing for generations. Oh yeah. <laughs> You know, I've been such a political uh, junkie for for a while. I was one of those anti-voters for a long time. I was one of those people who's like, uh, your vote doesn't count. Like, why are you fucking doing this? And then, you know, I was in Chicago when Obama won and I voted for Obama. And I was at the park when Obama gave his speech. And then I walked all the way home to the apartment that I lived in at the north side. And it was one of the most amazing moments that I'd ever experienced in my life. And I was like, fuck, dude, politics. And like ever since, yeah. uh, you know, uh, since then it was like politics have been kind of my thing. And that's why I do the Gay Power Half Hour with Casey Lie because, you know, that's more of my political show. Um, and this was a different animal. 
And I, and, and you know, I knew it was going to be because this was a different president. This was four years of fuckery. Yeah, mm-hmm. of reality TV. And you know, like you know, where we where we are now, where he hasn't yet conceded, and you know, I I I, I I was on election night. I went to sleep at three a.m. And when I went to sleep at three a.m., it was very much looking like a Trump presidency. Hmm. Um, but then when I woke up the next day, three hours later, <laughs> Michigan and Wisconsin had flipped. Uh, Biden was ahead in Arizona. And Georgia was looking strangely odd, uh, like yeah. like it was going to be liberal. And that was when I was kind of like, okay, when can we stop being cautiously optimistic? You know, but the yeah. problem is we have a narcissist who's who we elected as president, Not and I. we've we've <laughs> known. We've, well, we all have to we all have to own it after a while. We had to live four years of it. So, you know, we, you know, we're, we're past not my president at this point, at this point now we're like, he was the president for four years and we had to fix a lot of shit that he's fucked up. Mm-hmm. But, 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 but we've known this was going to play out like this forever. And I don't feel we, cause it's not like we've not been saying there's going to be a coup. He's not going to leave. He's going to see us stay there forever. It's not like we've not been saying that. And the fact that it doesn't look like anyone everyone's going to rely on old rules and old political norms to get him out. That doesn't, you better have a plan. Yeah. Can we call the national guard? Like, can we just get some boots on the ground and get him out of the house? We should get some like uh, other country allies to like come in and handle the situation. I mean, there's gotta be things in place and you know, I'm not really all that privy on, on what that, looks like but but what but what it feels like to me for sure is a fragile man trying to build up walls around himself firing people at the pentagon when you have 72 days left of work like are you kidding me like and replacing them with people who are loyal to you that's dictatorship you know what i mean that's north korea shit and and our best girlfriend isn't it like uh over there in north korea right Little Kim. Little Kim. Not Little uh-huh. Kim. Not Little Kim. Little Kim. <laughs> uh-huh. I said yes, I didn't realize what you said. <laughs> but also, I'm just tired of hearing about the 71 million. Fuck those 71 million. You know what? Well, you have 76 million. That's more than 71. So fuck them. Let's focus on um, a Biden-Harris presidency and let's try to fucking win Georgia in January and we can fucking shut McConnell up for the first time in fucking 12 years. Yeah. Because let's not forget, Obama did not have a fucking liberal-leaning Congress when he was president. All right? He lost it in his second term. So Something I saw on the internet was like, Yay, Biden won. Now back to your regularly scheduled racism. (laughs) And I was like, wow. But like, you're not wrong. I mean, look, no president is going to fix racism. So stop wanting that to be a thing. What what, what we need to... What what we need to think about in the way is we need to have a president who rallies us in a way where we don't focus on the racism. The racism's always going to be there, man. But we got to push it back to the hills. We got to push the Proud Boys back to the hills and fucking um, keep racism in the closet where it belongs. Because unfortunately, it's never going to go away. But we can fucking do our best to build up love instead of it. You know what I mean? And make that more of the focus. I, so, I feel like Obama was great at unifying us yeah. as a whole. 
I mean, I feel like a lot of us feel like the Biden presidency is Obama 2.0. That's not what I see. That's not what I see either. I'm waiting for Biden to die or just hand over the keys to Harris. Well, look, I'm not trying to wait. Listen, I I was not on him. I was, a, I was a Warren girl the entire time. I feel like Warren, I feel like this country needs a, a, a mother who knows math. Like that's what this country needs. But unfortunately, people in this country hate their mothers. So they can't vote for them. And that's unfortunate. So, you know, when we got Biden, I was one of those liberals who immediately was, I support Biden. And, and the one thing that I did was, was my way of supporting that was trying to deflect all the fucking dementia, old, you know, whatever. I'm yeah. like, he's like, he's an old guy with a stutter, all right? His fucking family died in a goddamn car wreck. Give him a break. He's had a lot of grief in his life, and he just wants the best for us. Um, that said, if he dies now, I'm confident in a Kamala presidency as well. <laughs> No, I I am. I'm confident that she can fucking do the job as well. Here's what I'm not confident in. Pants. Pants? pants. No, pants. Oh, pants. And pants. I don't wear a lot of pants these days. Not underwear all the way. Mm. Mm. I was naked for most of quarantine. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, that's also true. I was doing complete Zoom meetings with my coworkers with a bottle of Moscato next to my bed and just a sheet on me on my body. Like... Yeah, it was, like, well, it's, it's it's it gets hot and humid out there in fucking the East Coast. So yeah, I wouldn't be wearing any clothes either. <laughs> At least here it's a dry heat. You know, when we get humidity here, we all complain. We're like, oh, <laughs> who is she? What is this thing? What is this sweat? Oh, I hate it. What's the reason? <laughs> well, we may be exiting twenty twenty <laughs> on a better note. And we will be going into 2021 with some more horror stories. As Ryan Murphy presents American Horror Stories. Plural. <laughs> it's going to be an anthology series where he will take some of the characters that we have known from previous seasons of American Horror Story. And he will be weaving them into standalone stories that will be one episode. And we will just explore the universe of Ryan Murphy from there, I guess. Are we interested? I'm intrigued. Um, I feel like he's gonna... I think people are gonna want him to go into Coven heavy. We got we got two Covens already. I know, but I feel like that's... that's that was his strong suit. That's been his strong suit. People love the witches. I watched that one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I was. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm, oh, I'm so blessed that Hollywood's back to work. You know what I mean? I, I, I didn't watch a lot of American Horror Stories. I think I watched the. I thought the first season with the house was pretty good. Uh-huh. I think I watched the second season. Was uh-huh. that the one when they were in the hospital? Yes. That, yeah, that, that was my favorite. So. I thought that one was good, and then I watched the witches one, and I thought that one was good. But that's. I. I don't know the Gaga one that she did. I didn't. Like I got one that strong. Listen, Ryan Murphy, if you really break it down, Ryan Murphy makes more garbage than he doesn't. Okay. Like he he makes it diverse. He makes very diverse looking garbage, which is amazing. Diverse garbage. You know, I I love diverse garbage too. I like to see uh, but 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 most of it is garbage. So And and we call diverse garbage recycling. Hence why we get all the same shit over and over again. <laughs> we've said on the podcast, I want to say we've said on the podcast before, where like 
he starts off strong yeah. and mid-season he just kind of like and then he Ryan it Murphy's up. it up yeah yeah, yeah four, it's like two episodes he Ryan Murphy's it the fuck up not even like the last four so, so maybe this will be good because it's a bunch of individual episodes about an individual character he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to make a, an arc for them he can yeah, just right. fucking do an episode for them because yeah, honestly tell a full story what is it that one on on Netflix the Hollywood one um oh I, I I turned it on for four minutes, ladies. Four <laughs> minutes. Four minutes in, I said, "Nope." I I. It was like AJ and the Queen. I was like, "Nope." You didn't get into her. <laughs> a good show. It, it was it was camp at its worst, and you will take what Mother Rue gives you. I, I was happy to see Rue actually hustling in a in drag. Yeah, well, she 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 didn't. If you think about it, outside of the numbers, she didn't do a lot of walking, and I think that was definitely in the script. She's like, I want to be in the van or in a dressing room the whole time, and then I'll come, and then I'll come out, and you can fucking prop me up, and I'll whatever. RuPaul's a fucking fracker. RuPaul's a fracker. A fracker. Sixty million dollars. Get out of here, you fracker. As long as she doesn't look like what she looked like. Why isn't that working? I don't know. He needs oh, some there's, milk. There's water on the screen. Uh, he needs as, some milk. Sorry. <laughs> as long as she's not serving what she served on um, uh, the Project Runway. Was it Project Runway? Yeah, or, that was also bad. Or um, The Weakest wants, Link. The Weakest Link. That was the one. Uh, but no, Project Runway was worse. She looked worse than Project Runway. Well, listen, whenever she has to do it herself, she can't do it. So. She used to be able to. She just like, does her makeup like... <laughs> It hopes for the best. I mean, she's blessed to have Raven now, you know. Is it true that Raven's like a Raven? <laughs> Wait, what's that? What you say? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Raven like her assistant now? Isn't like that? Not her assistant, but I he does was, her makeup. Yeah, I thought she was her makeup. No, no, I feel like her title is now like RuPaul's assistant. I feel like I've heard that. Oh, well, so I mean, you have a, a better ear to the floor over there than we do. I don't know, girl. It's all just fucking a bunch of men in dresses talking, so. <laughs> you never know how reliable a drag source is, no matter how close they are to the shit. Sometimes people will lie just to fucking lie. That's what I've learned with COVID. <laughs> if COVID's taught me anything, people are liars. That's <laughs> and the NFL must be a fucking liar. If they think we're going to stand for the weekend doing a halftime show, I mean, does he even have enough music? Aww. After seeing J-Lo and Shakira tear it the fuck down last year at the NFL Super Bowl halftime show, this year, The Weeknd, the R&B singer, revealed that he will be doing the halftime show for the Super Bowl of 2021. Are we tuning in? Or are we changing the again? channel? So is it just a remix of the one song he does? <laughs> uh, how many tracks does he have? That's what this one was saying. I don't I, know. I feel like he has some music, but I also don't. Like, that, he's gonna have a special guest because he's not a draw. Like, yeah, and it better be fucking Prince. <laughs> you know, that's the only way to make a weekend show interesting for the fucking Super Bowl. You better bring back someone from the dead. Right, like, could they not get Adele? Like, oh, they could, they'll do a hologram. It'll be it'll be a Prince hologram. They just did it for the Kardashians, and they can do it for the Super Bowl. For the Kardashians? Yeah, that Kanye got fucking Kim that cart that hologram of her dad. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. So for her, what? Even I know about this, and I don't give a fuck about the Kardashians. Don't talk about the Kardashians. Yeah, there's a full Kardashian embargo on this on this show. Oh, I have it on mine too. I respect it. I respect it. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. Media outlets that they can do fine on their own. Moving on. The Super Bowl sucks. You know, no gays will be watching the weekend. I'm sorry, we're not. You know, we we watch. He's not out the closet, right? Or what? whatever the situation. I've heard rumors that he's a gay. That he's a really? gay. Do you think Listen, he- everyone's a little gay. Quick, mm. ten seconds. Name five tracks. Um, there's Starboy. I can't name the one. Blinded by the lights. <laughs> yeah, that one. That's right now. And then um. Your ten seconds are up. It's okay. <laughs> Doesn't he have a song like Ariana Grande? Aren't they all slow though? Yeah, I feel like he's a ballad girl. Yeah. Are we just going to sit here and listen to him maybe, whistle and croon? Maybe he'll in an evening gown. Okay. Well, to be fair, we shouldn't be getting all close to each other and dancing. So a ballad, a, sw- a swaying moment is a lot better. Although I really would be here for them, like, reinviting the um, the Angel Girls from Victoria's Secret. Because you know, like, did you, you know, Victoria's Secret a couple of years ago? I don't know. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. The whole thing. But you you mentioned ballads. I feel like he could bring back a hologram of Luther Ramjos. I want a Janet Jackson redemption oh, Super Bowl. Oh, my God. I don't even think she'd agree to it. I think Yo. she'd go over it. And you know what? I want her to be able to do it topless. I want both tits oh the whole God. time. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, fuck you. You're getting both my titties. And we're going to fucking make fun of Justin Timberlake the whole time. Uh, totally. <laughs> I think she should do covers of Jason Timberlake or Justin Timberlake's songs. Not Jason. Jason Timberlake's mine. Whoever that bitch is. The entire time. Guys, I'm going to do another Jason Timberlake. (laughs) (laughs) It is funnier with Jason Timberlake for sure. (laughs) And, And then she goes ahead and sings like a Pharrell song. Like completely his entire discography disrespecting the fuck out of him. Speaking of Pharrell, actually, I did my own segue there. Very Thank well. you so much. Well done. You are at the helm of this show. Ari, what do you do? <laughs> I'm, I'm the main. <laughs> I'm the main. <laughs> That's fine. I'm the brains. It's okay. Never doubted it. Oh. Oh, this is a fun <laughs> show. <laughs> The one human being in the human race that we would want to ever start a skincare line is, and they are naming it Human Race. Pharrell Williams is starting a skincare line named Human Race, and it has some very moderately priced products. We're looking at like... $50 this and $45 that. Yeah, we're looking at a range between like $25 to $50 for most products. Do you, so I read the article. Do you remember, what was the company that you would pay like $45 and you get like a pack of three in the mail? Avon. No. <laughs> it was like an exfoliant, a face wash, and a toner. Oh, proactive. Proactive. Uh, That's yeah. exactly- I wanted that bougie yeah. shit so much as a kid. I, it was like all the fucking cool kids were getting proactive. That's um exactly what this gives me. But wait, I'm confused. Yeah. This is... This is this is Pharrell making skincare like for acne and shit. Just, no, he's just, just making for skincare. skincare. Just he's working so, with his dermatologist for male identified people or for everybody. Yeah, for human people. For the human race, that's the name of the brand. Human race. What the hell does he know about it? His skin is kind of flawless. He hasn't aged. 
She's got money, of course. Listen, anyone with money, I used to look flawless too. <laughs> She's like, before the pandemic hit. Before the pandemic, you couldn't clock these fucking eye wrinkles. They didn't exist. I actually would have preferred Angela Bassett. Um, Angela Bassett's skincare routine takes Ezekiel bread and no dairy on Sundays <laughs> and only eating legumes Monday through Saturday. So. <laughs> that all said, I stand black on business. So work, work for <laughs> out, work, work. I mean, I, I'm a Sunday Riley girl, so I don't really go much outside of them because that's just, and that's expensive and I really should stop. I mean, the thing is, when a when a girl finds good skincare, it is it's like it's like a black man finding a barbershop. You will have to yeah. try this from my cold, dead black hands yeah. before I let it go. Do that. But oh, speaking of dead people, <laughs> oh, not this segue. Celine's father is being sued by a production company. No. Okay, you go with the story. All right. As a Latina, the more, no, the more prevalent Latina in the group and the Selena Stan of the group. Um, the Selena Stan. The Selena Stan. Um, <laughs> Selena's father and Netflix are both being sued by the director of the film because... The J-Lo film? The J-Lo film, correct. Okay. Because the, the, the director is saying that they had made an agreement that he, the father had sold the rights to Selena's life story... Exclusive to the movie? Exclusive to the movie. And that there's even talks about doing like a mini series about her earlier life. But also but but also, how many times how many times does her does her father need to watch her die? Like how many times does he need to see that? Because you know, this whole this whole thing about like uh I I love me Selena, don't get me wrong, but her dad was a creep. All right. Like he was a fucking, he was, he was a, he was like a over, uh, he was like a fucking tiger dad or whatever, you know, super like inner business. And, um, how many times does he have to sell the story of his his daughter's death? Yeah. That's my one thing about the family is I feel like the family's mooched off her death so much over the years that like, it, it feels really like I haven't bought any of the Mac products or anything like that. Like, no, I didn't get that. I didn't get the Selena Red Lip. I, I didn't do that. No, I didn't. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-mm. No. Well, yeah, the thing is, they, they've, they've, ner- they've basically made a living off of her death. It's insane. Yeah. And when you see dollar signs after your most famous child is murdered uh, in cold blood, that's a sad thing. And, and actually, your daughter's a fucking icon who changed music forever. And, yeah. And it, it's kind of more disrespectful. I was first excited when I uh, saw that there was the the thing coming. And then I started to think, I was like, this is gruesome, actually. It's kind of gruesome. Because yeah, you know what? Because you know what? The movie was enough. The movie was enough. And that was the first bridge that fucking brought my Mexican Thea over to Puerto Ricans being kind of okay. Was when fucking J-Lo did Selena. Because I'll tell you... Before that movie came out, and it was like the word was it was J Lo. All my theas were like, "Fuck that, <laughs> fuck that." And then after that movie came out, all my theas were like, "Oh, we just love, we love J Lo, we love Jen- Jennifer Lopez, we love him." And it's like, 
Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I went on I went I went, I went on one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I was excited to watch the TV show, but the more I think about it and the more that I'm like this isn't necessary and someone making a buck off this dead woman's bot like life. Yeah. It, it it's crazy. The movie, yeah. thank you, J Lo. I don't need this other girl. Who's this other girl that's playing her? Is it J Lo? Because if it's J Lo, I'll I'll watch. But if it's not <laughs> No, J-Lo can't play a 20-year-old Selena. They can do anything with CGI these days, girl. Look, I have a fucking Zoom filter on right now. <laughs> She's serving 25. To life. <laughs> Actually, someone else who may be serving 25 to life in our own house. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> the free Britney moment movement <laughs> sorry has a moment and it is not in the the ways of free and britney it actually turns out that britney spears loses her bid to remove her father from the con- her conservatorship he has been in charge of both both her financial and professional career since 2008 i believe and it's been like 12 years it's it's been a very long time and is not being uh, relinquished anytime soon she is a 38 year old woman who does not have custody of either of her children and has no control over her her, her not only her own life because the ruling says that her father basically has kind of the ruling over her uh her, both her finances and her free will and her um yeah her her, like, her career her career whatever she, she can't she, have she, any communication like a lot of her boyfriends have to play a certain game like you know yeah there's there's yeah, things that makes sense uh, so the re so there was a, like a story a while ago, maybe a year or so ago, where Britney's father had been temporarily removed from the conservatorship because he had fallen ill for whatever reason. Because he's an alcoholic. Oh. <laughs> and great allegedly, beautiful gowns. There was a hearing to remove him as the conservator. And replace the person who was this like supposed like interim conservator. Her like name the person- is Jody something. Yeah, and they wanted to name this person as the the permanent conservator, and the judge just said, um, "Nah, nah, girl, you're you're um, almost forty, and you have literally no control over your life at all." Well, that's not her fault at this point. Well. And- so she has actually gone on the record and refuses to perform. She refuses to go on stage. She refuses to record any new music until he is removed mm-hmm. as the conservator. What were you going to say, Tony? Uh, well, you know, it's funny because um, I, I got to give another shout out to Bible Girl because uh, I didn't really follow any of this free Britney stuff until uh, I started. Yeah, she, you know, she's really yeah. big on the Britney life. She's now. really big on the Britney stuff. And, um, and, and honestly, you know, Britney's never been my diva. I'm an older gal. So, you know, Madonna was the one who saw me through my queerness. And um, I made a lot of cracks about uh, Britney and especially, you know, the head shaving moment and whatnot. But I had a head shaving moment over COVID. 
And uh, honestly, it was very cathartic and um, needed. And so I understand. And so now when I say I have a Britney moment, it comes from a place of respect. This is actually a really kind of, uh, this is another gross, fucking morbid situation. Yeah. um, Where uh, this person had a, a rough go at it because she was... Uh, food for the for for us and the paparazzi and right. and media, we basically ruined her fucking life. You know, it takes me back to that South South Park episode where they do it, and like literally, Brittany ends up losing her fucking head, but she's still walking around headless performing. And yeah. that was that was kind of the situation. Yeah, they did that. They did that, and like, and the neck would like. Spurt. Oh, you have to check out the Britney. Yeah, it's an it's life up to her neck, and then like would spurt blood and like. And it, 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 it gargling. It's <laughs> it's it, 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 you know, and the audience was still like yes. With as, with as funny as it as that episode is, it's the it, there's a sadness to it that's so much. And and you think about this, it's so real. And you think about this, 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 this father of hers is, is, is an alleged alcoholic. He has, he's been, and he's been uh, caught drink, drink, uh, driving drunk uh, a few times by the paparazzi. So it's, it's what, what, what makes him the person to run her money? And also, but the thing is, is like, I, what I did here was that at least the financial company that she wants to take care of her finances are going to be, uh, uh, the second command or something. I don't really know, but I know. So, so the story is that this Jody woman, I think is somewhat involved in some level and it is another organization as well. Yeah. Bunkman something or whatever. I'm not really sure. Starts with a B, but yeah, that, but that, but that's the, that's the financial group that, that Brittany wants to take over her finances anyway. And yeah. you know, I, I think I, I, I don't, I was talking about this to somebody. Oh, I was talking about this to Casey Lyme, my co-host on the gay power half hour. And, um, it's like they talk about her $60 million fortune. And he was like, that seems low. And thinking about it to me, $60 million is kind of low for, for as, as long as she's been working and as for as much as she's done. For, for as long as she's been working, the fragrances alone should have her, because Paris is rolling in dough because of fragrances. And I know that they, she's been, they've, they've been like, um, conveyor belting her fragrances out for years. Yeah. So, I, so, I so that that looks like poor management to me. Correct. Very true. And that's her father. And that and the thing is, is look, she's got kids that and, and and so so by by and large, she's not even in control for the livelihood and well being of her children, which to me sounds terrible. Right. You know. I don't know if she gets to see them. I'm sure she does, but I can't. I don't. Well, don't they live with her? They don't live with her. I don't think they live with her. What? I don't. I don't really know her all that well. I don't know like her custody issues or whatnot. But I can't imagine those kids are with Kevin. I don't think so either. I think they're with the mom. But I'm just making this up because I don't know the mom. Brittany has a mother. No, their kids. Her kids are with Kevin. Are they really? Yes. Are they with Kevin and Char Jackson? I don't think he and Char are still together. I don't know. I don't follow the storyline. I don't either. It's been like, no. that's crazy. But anyway, free Britney for sure. I mean, listen, yeah. she she took a lot of our fucking abuse in the early 2000s. She should be able to run her own money and she should be able to reinvent her career and make the kind of Britney money that her dad probably squandered. <gasps> Am I the same age as Britney? She's 38? She's 38. You're, I'm and her birthday's a day after mine, I think. Or wait, wait, is she December 2nd or December 4th? 
Oh girl, wrong, 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 wrong crowd. Wrong crowd. <laughs> I, I think well, because I'm December third, and I guess I think she's December second. Yeah, I think she's December second, and I'm December. She's a year 3rd. older than me. She's a year older than me. But she's a Sagittarius, so she can't be that bad. <laughs> yeah, I I think it. I mean, it's it's obviously sad. I think it's really crazy that she can't at 38 years old not go to like a gas station by herself or like get in a car. Well, she used to go in them barefoot. So honestly, let's keep, you know, some Cheetos, but that's not forget that. That's in the past. She's a different woman. Now she likes to smear her. eyeliner. She's still from Louisiana. Let's not forget her roots. Okay. She let's not forget. Because as classy as I am, I'm always I'm still white trash from Illinois. So, <laughs> well, Tony, that brings us to the end of the the flaming topics. That was fun. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you we, for sticking around. We usually have a question of the week. Did anyone answer our question of the week from I last got week? Some Ari? Light responses. Did so, you? I got none. So last week, the question of the week, we had discussed how despacito was bopped off the YouTube uh, charts as the most watched music video by Baby Shark. Oh, so, wow. that's humbling. That is something. And I said humbling. That's humbling for Despacito. <laughs> <laughs> so I had inquired the audience what videos should bump uh, Baby Shark off the top most viewed uh, videos on YouTube. And I got a couple of responses, not that many. Um, Brian Martinez said, go, go, who's next? Which I know I'm saying very Anglo-Saxon. Oh, from Hip Hop Harry. Who's next? Go, 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 go. Somebody twerking. I I don't know. I'm still making it really white. Um, (laughs) Then Marjorie underscore Heather one said, ponytail by the, by. I got a ponytail. I got a ponytail. I got a ponytail. That's an inside (laughs) joke between a certain group of us. I got a motherfucking, motherfucking ponytail. She doesn't say motherfucking. That's what I say. That's what I say. Then (laughs) M-S-E underscore B-A-2, a.k.a. Michelle. Uh, said the <laughs> this killed me when I saw this. The press conference at the Four Seasons landscaping. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. That should definitely go. Let the children see it and learn so they can do better. It's so damn stupid. It's hilarious. Um, and then that damn that underscore damn David said Donald Trump getting thrown from the f- what's of the front door of the White House. From the- yeah, which I can imagine happening. I feel like he's going to be escorted out. Oh, no. I want him thrown out um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air style. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the Jeff style. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just want to see him have to sit through that inauguration because he, he has to do it. He has so, to do it. Melania's going to be cheering. She'll be so happy. Listen. She's his hand away the entire time. It'll be the most emotion we've seen out of her in the last four years. She'll stay married to him for a couple more years before she divorces. I think a couple of months. At least until Barron's in high school. Out of high school. Possibly. Once once the kids are out of the house, bitch, she's going to go have an affair with someone younger. If she hasn't already. Oh, you think security she's, is here? She's, to keep fucking, she's doing she's doing it uh uh scandal uh style fucking some like uh some like secret service guy. Did you yes. see have you seen the videos? There's YouTube videos about the standing that stands in for her. So whenever there's a there's uh there's a Melania that's super affectionate with Trump, he, she's wearing glasses, 
because it's a different person altogether. <laughs> I believe that. And also, listen, the thing is, it's like the, 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 the gays know noses. All right. We look at them. Facts. We look at noses and you can look at those noses and those noses are not the same at all. Absolutely right. Um, so this week's question <laughs> yeah. for the audience, and you can answer as well, Tony, because we usually do it as well. Um, since we mentioned Ryan Murphy's horror stories, um, which characters would you like to see revisited on an episode? Mm, since we've already revisited um, Coven, I I would like to see Freak Show revisited. And Any particular character? Um, Lobster Boy. Because Lobster Boy was fucking weird. Lobster Boy's whole story was just fucking weird. Jumping on that, but that's not who I want to see, but jumping on that, we never understood the story, because he's terrible at writing, we never understood <laughs> what happened with the aliens and his two wives. Remember that was, was that horror story? That was, that was. I don't even know what that, that is. Was- horror story i don't even remember that season. was that the same season there was a season i think it no the alien and his two wives there was a character there was an evan there was a season where evan peters i want to say it was the same season but maybe i'm wrong I don't know. anyways the one i actually want to see is precious in the hotel when she gets mm. killed i want to see more of what, what she's <laughs> about she's in the hotel. it's not her it's gabaret set of Precious in the hotel. Precious. With Precious. The, with the candle, Get your ass down here, bitch. With the candlestick <laughs> in the furnace. <laughs> no, that's horror movie. That's horror movie. Very clue. In, in a novel by Sapphire. Oh, in a novel. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> um, so that's where I would like to see it. DJ, are you ever into American Horror Story? Um, I do want to see uh, maybe like a continuation of 1984. I never finished that uh, one. I, yeah, that's I the horror I... one in the camp, right? Yeah. yeah. Did it end well? It, it basically was good. ended with like like all the like all the people I, died. I only seen the first episode. Oh. Oh, then you're not. You don't. You've no idea. I have no context. About. Yeah. <laughs> No idea what we're talking. I I didn't like the theme didn't interest me that much. I know I need to see it for continuity. Not even honestly. I my least favorite season was Romanoke. I was, hated. Yeah. Romanoke. It was, I don't. I don't even know. That. I literally had to fast forward through. Like I watched it on Netflix and I fast forwarded to like key points. <laughs> the murders. Not even. I was like, because it was just so many players playing the same character. Like it was so convoluted. Yeah. Tony, do you keep up with the show enough? Sue Sylvester. <laughs> He's like, play that. Play I'd song. like to say Sue Sylvester's American Horror Story story. Sue Sylvester's. <laughs> has Jane Lynch been on? She gets trapped in that gym and she's haunted by all the dead ones. <laughs> that sounds like a great fucking episode for at least, you know? Actually, Desmond talked. That he's gonna bring um, Scream Queens to Netflix because he has somewhat the rights to it. Scream Queens is. I'm sorry. I love. I never got past the second. I love every single actor that was in Scream Queens, but that series is fucking trash. 
It was just, it was meant to be a bad B movie from the beginning, and it only got worse from there on. I feel like I don't want you to mean it to be bad. I want it to be like, I want you to like, I want it to be have like your heart behind it, but it just be off. Like, like, uh, like, what the hell is that movie? Strip tease, not strip tease. No, that the the what? Showgirls. Showgirls. Where Elizabeth Berkeley was all in because she didn't yeah. know any better. Because, be, well, because she wanted to get, she wanted to give that performance her all, her all just was, but it was so good. You know? I'll never forget that movie for the terrible sex scene in the pool. The pool, you'll never, the, you. I don't know anything but the pool. I was like, I want to fuck like that. I wanted to fuck like that. Meanwhile, in real life, she was dry. Like, have you ever fucked in a chlorine pool? Chlorine is not fucking moisturizing whatsoever. Not your friend. It will tear your lips clean off. I just imagine all the water getting stuck in my ears and me having to, like, put rubbing alcohol in my ears or, like, lighting a match so the water would come out. (laughs) Right. Do you hold your head to one side and, like, smack it to get all the water out? I hear the coconut water when I bang in my head. The glamour on this show is through the roof. The glamour is just... Unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, we want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast this week. We had a fucking blast with you. Oh, it was so much fun. Thank you for having me. Can you tell our audience again where we can find you? Well, I am the Tony Soto Show on literally everything except for Facebook because who needs it? And honestly, my 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 love for social media is dwindling as I grow older and older anyway. But I'm at the Tony Soto Show.com. The Tony Soto Show uh, and, and the Gay Power Half Hour are two weekly podcasts that I host. So tune into those. They're great. And to respond to our question of the week, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Pod. Join in on the conversation on our Facebook group, just search Shade Parade Pod. And for Shade Parade merch, performance schedules, and all episodes of the Shade Parade, go on over to www.shadeparadepod.com. And that is going to be a wrap. Oh, girl, she needed dinner now. She was like, I want to eat dinner now. <laughs> we like, we were actually, can I get one of these? Mm-hmm. What are you all eating over there? That's rude. Bonus oh. favorite combo. What is it? Bonus fried rice. Is this or- meat? I want yeah, some well, fried rice. It, it might be a meat. Is it meat? It might be a rat or cat. Meow. <laughs> it tastes so good. I. I this show is great. You guys are stunning. I, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that was fun. Uh...